boom goes the dynamite. Holy cow, it is almost Super Bowl time. We are back here with the SoCo Sports Show, here to recap the championship rounds in the NFL. This is the co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by the SoHost Seth Ott. Tighten down. Tighten down, indeed. Uh, we are here to recap the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship games. Uh, Seth, we're, for like the f- third week in a row, we're going to have to deliver some disappointing news to him. Um, we are going to be recapping the championship rounds today, and then next week we'll be doing our Super Bowl preview. So uh, this week and next week will likely be shorter shows, but uh, we're going to divide them up into the two weeks before Super Bowl time. Cody's getting and worked up. He's getting a little I emotional that, that that the end of the year is coming. I am. I, I'm getting incredibly emotional. Uh, one football game left before we have to get fired up about XFL, which I'm actually pretty fucking stoked for. I was talking to my brother about it, <laughs> and um, we decided we're fans of the St. Louis Battlehawks, um, in part because they have the running back Kristen Michael on their team, which means I'm going to buy a Battlehawks jersey that says Michael. And I'm very excited about it. Holy crap. I can't believe you've actually had like a discussion on this. Yeah, we had a whole it, 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 Kyle Kyle mainly we were talking and he's like, I think I like the St. Louis Battlehawks and we got to talking about why and he said and they got Kristen Michael. I was like, Oh, so I can get a Michael jersey? Hell yeah. I'm about the Battlehawks too. So we'll see how they do. Um but uh we, we got let's let's get into our conference championship recaps in just a second. But before we get into anything else I, I almost missed it last week, but this time I'm prepared. We got some chic tweets. I call you a punk. We'll get a, into a little bit of spoiler territory, obviously, because, uh, you know, Iron Sheik only tweets about winners. Um, so the first <laughs> one, the first one is, uh, you know, just kind of a, a nice little nod, a little tip of the Iron Sheik cap uh, to one team. He says, respect the San Francisco. Um, but I think we know who Iron Sheik's pick for the Super Bowl is is going to be, and he says Kansas City Iron Sheik class. Oh shit! The highest praise that yeah. the Sheik gives out. Uh, so there you go, folks. Bet your bet your if you're if you're on the side of the Iron Sheik, go ahead and get your betting slips. Uh, he says the Chiefs are Iron Sheik class. I guess we'll find out. Um, so you're right. A little bit of spoiler territory, but that's okay. We still got a lot of game to talk about. Um, but for now, that has been Sheik Tweets. I call you a punk. Alrighty, let's shout out our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description. You're going to get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Free! Mathis Designs. Find our friend Steph on etsy.com slash shop slash Mathis Designs for all your stationery and graphic design needs. Pull. And of course, Mike's Wood, you can find that lovely store at etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wed if you want to get your woodworked. Eh. All right. We sort of like that. Uh, let's kick it over to uh, the Cody and Seth from, from Days Gone uh, with one more pre-recorded ad. Booyah. Good stuff. Always excellent. <laughs> um, let's give a quick shout out to our anchor contributors, Jared B., Mike V., and Fuck You., Appreciate you guys supporting the podcast. Fuck you, I'm sure, is having a good week this week. 
Uh, we'll get into why in just a second here. But uh, if you'd like to become a contributor, hit the link in our description box and you can check out the different levels. If you can't or don't want to become a contributor, that's fine too. Just keep listening to these episodes. Keep sharing them with friends. Every listen helps the show. All right. Let's roll on into our recaps of the NFC and AFC championship games. That just happened. That just happened. Did we win? Seth, you said it before, hashtag Titan down. The Cinderella story of the Tennessee Titans ends in the AFC championship game. A 24-35 loss at the Kansas City Chiefs, who advanced to the Super Bowl behind another incredible performance by Patrick Mahomes. It goes for 294 yards, three touchdowns in the air, another 53 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, Sammy Watkins was the leading receiver, seven catches, 114 yards, and a score. Tyreek Hill had two touchdowns as well. For the Titans' part, uh, they got away from what they've been doing in that they had to do a little more passing in this game. Ryan Tannehill had 200 yards, two touchdowns. Derrick Henry limited to 69 yards. 69. (laughs) 69. (laughs) 69 yards on 19 carries. He did have one touchdown in this one. Corey Davis led Tennessee receivers five catches, 65 yards. And Seth, this was interestingly, it was a retelling of last week's Chiefs game, and it was also a like a scouting report for how to beat the Titans. Like this was th- this was a really interesting to watch play out. Kansas City for the second week in a row falls behind early in the game. They were looking up at a 10-0 Tennessee lead in the first quarter. And then after that uh, and at one point it was 17 to seven, and after that they outscored by 28 to seven, the Tennessee Titans. So the Chiefs kind of took a little bit of time to get revved up, but then once they did, holy cow! Patrick Mahomes was on the money in this one. Uh, no turnovers in this. He finished with uh, 23 of 35 passing again, 294 in the three scores, and he just looked in control of this game. Uh, and you see that often with Mahomes, but to see it on this stage was really cool. Every time that they needed a play, he made one. Every time that it looked like Tennessee was going to get back in the game, the Chiefs found a way to make the play. Damian Williams actually, on for, for only having 45 yards on 17 carries, had a big effect in this game because they went run heavy in the fourth to run the clock out and keep it out of the hands of the Titans. So this was a complete game by the Chiefs. The early struggles continued, but once they got it going, man, did they get it going. They were scoring at ease again in this one against a really good defense. Yeah, it's it's very impressive what they're doing. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it a lot with with them. Is that um, they've really improved their defense over the last couple months. Uh, their offense is is now you know uh, again the last couple weeks here have has really um, you know gotten that spark again from you know because because Mahomes has been putting up decent numbers all year, but now he's looking like Mahomes from last year, uh, but just now with some more experience and and. Uh, I think a little bit more control on, on the offense and, and, you know, he's, he's really just going out there and, and playing uh, to the, his absolute best of ability. He's looking like the MVP from last year once again, and uh, that's carrying momentum into the Super Bowl. So it's, it's, uh, I know for Kansas city fans, it has to be fun to see if not a little bit nerve wracking for the first quarter of games. Um, it, it's a lot of fun after that. So um, you don't have to be, you don't have to be worried too long when you're a Chiefs fan. Cause you do have uh, number 15. always always there uh, available to, to, to throw a nice touchdown or run for one now. So, oh my uh, gosh. but you can't, uh, yeah, you it, can't go to the bathroom when these guys are on the field. Like you'll miss a touchdown every time. It's, well, it's insane. Plus, uh, I mean, 
you're not you don't want to pee on the field anyway i mean that that seems a little rude so <laughs> hey you could do it i'm sure it's been done before <laughs> Uh, for the Titans, like we said, the Seth's team finally goes down, and it, the Chiefs did everything you were going to need to do to beat the Titans. Uh, they knew the scouting report. It wasn't a difficult plan, I'm sure. Stop Derrick Henry and make them throw the ball, and they did that here. Derrick Henry, again, uh, only 3.6 yards per carry in this. They stacked him up. He had some success early, but they slowed him down enough, and then once the Chiefs were able to get a sizable lead, then you've got to go away from Derrick Henry put the ball in the hands of Ryan Tannehill, who's an incredibly capable quarterback. But when you know that they have to pass, those Chiefs secondary players were all over the field. Uh, really great performance. Tyron Matthew in this one was big, uh, hugely effective. He made a really great hit stick play on a tight end in the backfield in this play or in this game. Uh, really special performance by him. It's great to see him kind of doing what he's doing on this stage. Uh, the, this Chiefs front is all of a sudden so fucking scary. Um, mm-hmm. They've got they've got playmakers all over the field here, and it was just too much for the Titans. Uh, we knew they they looked like they were outclassing everyone else in this playoffs, but they showed in this one that they're just they're just a step behind Ken, Kansas City on every level. Uh, they looked a little bit outclassed, but they performed admirably. Admirably, they stayed in the game all the way to the end and uh, put up a valiant effort. But this was all Chiefs all the time. I I think that it would have been really fun to see the Titans win. I was at times rooting for them, but it was too much Chiefs for Tennessee coming in after what was a really fun couple weeks to watch before this. Yep. I mean, next year they're definitely the AFC favorites going into next year, I think. <laughs> um, no, who knows? Maybe, you know, I, I I have room for another another team next year. Maybe the, the, depending on what they do in the offseason, the – the Chiefs aren't uh, aren't going to be my team. Maybe I'll have a new team going into next year. But my team got far. Um, I, I was I was proud of their performance. Um, you know, even though they lost this week, I'm still saying tighten up. There you go, tighten up. A, a very I think a successful season for the Titans. And good times are ahead. They got some decisions to make. Tannehill and Henry are both on their way out unless the Titans do something to keep them on board. But um, I got a feeling they're going to try to get those ba- those guys back together come next year. But we shall see. Uh, the Chiefs found out later the same afternoon that they will be playing against the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. The Niners uh, advance. They win the NFC Championship by, honestly, completely fucking dismantling the Green Bay Packers. The final score here was 37-20. to It was not even close to that good of a game. Uh, the Niners finish... They won a playoff game. This is, uh, this is near-record stuff. Only eight pass attempts from Jimmy Garoppolo. He was six out of eight for 77 yards. And they, (laughs) once again, they ran the Packers the fuck over, which is what they did during their regular season matchup. Raheem Mostert led the way with 29 carries, 220 yards, and four touchdowns. A monster performance from Mostert. Uh, You had Debo Samuel leading the way in receiving, but with only two catches because, like I said, they only threw it eight times. Niners just lined up and said, until you stop us, we're going to run you over. And that made it tough on the Packers. They had limited time of possession. They didn't, you know, they couldn't get the ball in their hands enough to build a real rhythm offensively. So it wasn't really until the second half they had any success. And that was when the Niners had backed up into prevent defense. Uh, the, the stat line for the Packers looks fine. Rodgers had 326 yards, two touchdowns, but he did throw two picks and also lose a fumble. So 
uh, turnover happy Aaron Rodgers here. Aaron Jones was limited because they were down the whole game, so only 12 carries, 56 yards. He did have a touchdown, and Devontae Adams continues to be unguardable. He had nine catches for 138 yards, but you know it was kind of all for naught because a lot of that was kind of in second-half garbage time. The Packers, as as much as the Titans kind of looked outclassed, the Packers looked wholly outclassed. They got outperformed on every level in this game, Seth. It had to have been satisfying watching your uh, the the in the division rival of your of your Vikings just get totally unpantsed in front of the the nation in the NFC Championship. I did love the depancing of the Packers. That was that was <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, no, it it was. I mean, I, I was happy to see it. I think, um, you know, I wasn't too surprised by it. I don't, I wasn't surprised that they made it because a lot of those yards that the, that you're you mentioning there came on that last like that last quarter or so of the game mm-hmm. where Rogers starting to come back. He led a couple of drives, and I guess after the second half is when he started kind of coming back. Um, but I mean, it was definitely too little, too late. But yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it was good to see. Um, I'm glad that I don't have to, that I can actually watch the Super Bowl this year. I don't have to worry about the Packers winning it, so I can go in with no no fight in the game really and enjoy the outcome either way. But um, yeah, it, it it was it was good to see the Niners do um, you know kind of what they did to to the Vikings as well, and you know uh, really put it to them. That was that was fun to see. Yeah, they got whew, and. This is a game that, again, it got out of the way early because um, Raheem Mostert is ripping off huge chunks here. This was this was men pushing boys out of the way and then walking past them. Like, he's not getting touched for 10 or 15 yards a lot of this time. And just like the Titans on the other side, we see a San Francisco come in, team come in and not even need to throw it. They just ran it. Uh, ran it right over the Packers here. And this, I think, you know, really solidified that we had a proper vetting of teams in this playoffs on both sides in the AFC and in the NFC. And I honestly do think we have the best team in each conference representing the NFC and the AFC. And we're going to preview that game yeah. next week. But I really do think, especially on the NFC side, uh, the Niners have emerged over the course of the season as the best team. They're complete. They're doing everything really well. And they absolutely took it to their opponent this week, the Packers here. Uh, really special to see, uh, you know, Shanahan, his dad was there in attendance and, uh, all the players, Bosa was freaking out. George Kittle was doing his thing, wearing goofy shirts and stuff. Uh, this is a, a San Francisco team that I don't like rooting for the 49ers, but this is a really easy team to root for. They're just a fun bunch to watch. They really are. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, they're young. They're they're definitely feisty. They're they're you know it, it's fun watching. Like you said, Nick Bosa and and that that line go after the quarterback. And you know Sherman's out there playing really tough football. He got a little banged up in this one, but. Um, he, you know, he's still playing, he's still playing tough at, you know, his, his a little bit older of an age and, and, uh, you know, they're getting some players back. They got D Ford back this week and that helped him out and that'll be fun for the matchup, uh, playing against his former team and the chiefs. So, um, a, a lot of fun storylines coming up, but, uh, it's good to see. I, I mean, they, the, the Niners are, they're, they're playing football, like, you know, kind of how, they, they talk about teams playing football this time of year, playing really great defense and running the ball super well. Um, you know, hopefully for their sake, Coleman will get a little bit healthier um, going into the Super Bowl with having this week break because if they can have all three of their backs in rotation with Mostert and Breida and and uh, and Coleman, uh, that, that could be tough for the for the Chiefs. So it'll be a lot of fun. I, I'm excited for this matchup. Cannot wait. Do you do you agree that we it looks like we got the best team in each conference? I, I really do think so. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Minnesota's missing, so I mean, hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, 
No, I, I agree. I think with with, uh, with with the teams we had left, and and you know, you can maybe make the argument for for the for the Ravens maybe as the best team. I know they lost to the Titans, but um, you know, going into the playoffs, you could probably make that argument. But um, you know, with what we had left after, you know, probably. Um, you know, after with the four teams we had left, I would definitely say for sure this is the best matchup. Yep, yep. Going to be very exciting to watch, and we ordinarily would throw to our preview of that game, but we're going to save that for next week, and this week is going to be an incredibly short podcast, uh, which is okay, I think. There's going to be tons and tons of analysis out there for you guys to enjoy, um, and we are actually just about done. Uh, we're we're going to finish things up, but not before we give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more thing. Okay, my one more thing is going to be, I fucking love Richard Sherman, dude. I really, I, I I think the thing I like about Richard Sherman is, one, he still continues to play at a high level, and two, he does not take shit from nobody. He's not backing down from anyone, and he's the only guy I know in football that trash talks. Um, There was, after the game, uh, Darrell Revis was on Instagram or Twitter or something posting about how he thinks Richard Sherman is trash. And Sherman was asked about it and essentially said, I don't have time for this. I have a Super Bowl to get ready for. Uh, tell that has been, I'll talk to him later about it or something like that. And I always, I've loved the confidence of Richard Sherman. I know that it borders on arrogance, but I like a guy that thinks he's the sh- shit and, and will tell everyone such. Uh, I think it's really entertaining. And I want to throw back to a few years back when Sherman and the uh, Seahawks beat the San Francisco 49ers and this I'm going to I'm going to go to his uh, uh after the game interview with Aaron Andrews on the sideline. This is the kind of shit I love about Richard Sherman. Let's send you down to the field and Aaron Andrews. Joe, thank you so much. Richard, let me ask you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you, I'm going to shut it for you real quick. L-O-B. All right, before... And Joe, back over to you. All right, well, we saw... <laughs> I love it. I don't know. It's it's like that boxer's mentality that Sherman has, and I don't know where it comes from, but I, I think it's entertaining as all hell. I want to see more trash talk. I want to see him tearing apart everybody else this next couple weeks because he is... I mean, guys are going back to the Super Bowl with a new team, and... I think that's pretty cool to watch. So love him or hate him. Uh, I know he's not for everybody, but I am a fan of Richard Sherman. That's what I'll say. Yeah, he's he's hit or miss for me. But uh, <laughs> um, mine is, uh, if you listen to the regular SoCo show, um, the original SoCo show, I'll say, uh, I did talk about a, a uh, documentary, the Aaron Hernandez documentary, the, the Inside, Inside, what is it? Killer Inside? <laughs> Killer Inside, yep. <laughs> yes, hell yeah. I, I keep getting that wrong. Um but uh, you know, for this is for more people who don't listen to that. But um, you know, if you're into any sort of sports documentaries or anything like that, th- this is a good one to check out. So if you didn't hear it on the regular show, uh, or if you did hear it on the regular regular show, I'll, I'll uh, reiterate that. Uh, check this one out, especially if you're a sports fan uh, and and were a sports fan, uh, NFL fan during that time, because it does kind of sh- shed some light on some things and and gives you an idea of, of who that guy was, but. Uh, also does I mean does keep interest for the sports side of things too and and they kind of go they do talk to like Robert Kraft a little bit and stuff like that so interesting to interesting to check out I dig it I dig it there it is killer inside on Netflix and Richard Sherman is a killer as well 
And one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. And now the dreaded week between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Uh, Pro Bowl coming on this weekend. Seth, I don't know. Do you ever do you ever watch any of the Pro Bowl festivities going on or the uh, the awards night or any of that stuff in between, or are you just waiting for the game? Every once in a while I, I would check out like the the skill stuff, but I don't watch I don't even watch the Pro Bowl game. Yeah, I haven't watched the, I don't remember the last time I watched a Pro Bowl. I I think cool that they moved it to the week between so that there's something going on for NFL fans, but I um I don't care. You know, it, for me it's the game and uh and after the game we'll be getting stoked for XFL. So I'm just uh-huh. I'm just down for the football. I I think this XFL thing is going to be fun, man. I'm telling you. That's we'll see. We'll talk about XFL when the time comes, but um you guys enjoy enjoy your Sunday off from football. Uh, and you know, prepare for many more to come as as the season wraps up. We will be back to recap, not recap, to preview Super Bowl Fifty Four or so. I, I guess I don't even know what Super Bowl it is. Um, <laughs> but we will be here to preview. We will make our official picks. We will give you the bet against the line. Uh, maybe we'll talk about some silly prop bets on the side. All sorts of Super Bowl coverage coming next week. Uh, so make sure that you come back for that. Make sure you're subscribed wherever it is you listen to this show. Uh, Sports show will be back next Friday as well as the Friday after at the the least. And the main show comes out every Thursday as well. So if you just can't get enough SoCal, make sure you're listening to both of those. Um, Shouts out to our contributors through Anchor, Jared B., Mike V., and Fuck You. And uh, we certainly appreciate the support that that you guys provide. And also thank you to the listeners. Uh, Every listen helps us make the show better. So... Uh, appreciate you guys stopping by with the extra show here during the football season. Um, yeah, that's going to be it for now. A short, a shorty, a shorty episode here. A shorty, <laughs> shorty. We just had a little shorty, a little shorty episode here. Uh, and we'll be back with another shorty to preview episode, to preview. Oh my God. The Super Bowl. I, the, I, the words are just kind of rolling out of my mouth at this point and I need to stop. So I'm going to wrap things up there. This has been the SoCo Sports Show. He is the so-host, Seth Ott. I'm the co-host, Cody Michael, and we will see you next week. Bye. Sports. And boom goes the dynamite.